0: Hello, and welcome to the Truly Amazing Women Show on the Incandescent Radio Network, the voice of entrepreneurs. In each episode of the show, we shine a spotlight on the women who are making strides and changing lives. We are live on Facebook. Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of the Truly Amazing Women Show, which in addition to being live on Facebook today will be produced as a podcast on Incandescent Radio and as a video on Incandescent TV. I am Hope Katz Gibbs, founder of the Incandescent Group and creator of this show. Here today with one of my favorite people in the world, Cynthia DeLorenzi. We are thrilled to have our guest on, Brianna Rules, a Dallas-based performing artist consultant, reality TV music coach, and the author of the bestseller, Make Reality TV Your Reality. So welcome,
1: Brianna. Thank you so much. I am so thrilled to be here. I'm happy to finally meet you uh, face-to-face, Hope and of course, Cynthia, you know how much I love you. So thank you for having me. Yeah, so we'll tell um, our audience
0: that Cynthia and Brianna have been friends for a long time. Brianna is a performer for three decades. She studied internationally and performed in just, has performed about in every genre from jazz to rock to pop. She has a BA in theater arts from Pepperdine and spent the following years honoring her music theater chops. She later began pursuing music as a solo artist and worked as a commercial voiceover actor. And she fronted her rock band and experienced the TV craze in the early days as a top 100 finalist on American Idol season four. So today we're gonna talk all about her career, what it means to be a reality TV celebrity, uh, she's relaunching her online course, Reality Singing Show Success Academy. So Cynthia will talk more about that with her. And we're thrilled to announce that at age 42, she just released her a, her first original single, "Thieves," which is on Spotify and pretty much any other music streaming
2: channel that you can find. So we're going to talk all about that. Take it away, Miss Cynthia. Thank you so much. Help! I am so excited. Today to be with you here, hope and to share Brianna with the world. Brianna, I have known since she was an itty bitty kid in Dallas, Texas, when we lived there. She went to the same high school as our daughter. She used to. She was my other daughter. She's my other daughter from another mother because uh, she spent a lot of her time at our house. We had the house in the neighborhood where everybody came to eat, hang out, cry, tell stories, share who they are. So I've known Brianna since she was a kiddo, and she is incredible, and I knew she would go on in her life to do incredible things. So it is amazing. I think this conversation, now you'd be thinking, I don't know if I really wanna listen to this. You need to listen to this interview today because the world has changed. And I remember, and you know, going back to DC, I interviewed a lot of people. And I remember when I interviewed Catherine Weymouth, who was the publisher at the time of the Washington Post. And Catherine said through social media, The world has changed. Newspapers and magazines were the gatekeepers to information, news, not knowledge, advertising. Those were everything. So if you needed to reach an audience, you had to have the money, the chops, the resources to do that. That world has changed. And for those of you who have great creative skills and hope you're living it in the business that you've built, if you've got a child who's got amazing talent and creativity, if all of this, how do you get out there? I mean, we always think. When we watch these shows or that before, when you wanted to become a musician, a singer, your dream was that you would be discovered, which means somebody else holds your opportunity someplace else, somebody out. And Brianna now has taken all of this from self-publishing to becoming number one bookseller to actually teaching people how to do it. She's done all of it. And she's going to share a little bit about that journey with you. So, Brianna, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. We could talk about a million things.
1: I know i i'm actually I'm actually tearing up. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little emotional this morning after hearing you say all these things because um, you have you are a second mother to me. You have been an incredible um, mentor, life mentor, and business mentor for me. And um, I say, you know, I love hope how, how you included at 42 years old, she's released her first original single. And I really want to like hone in on that a little bit, because the reason why, why I tell people that is because I need people to understand, like, this is a journey. You know, I started off seeing, I've been singing my entire life and it's taken me this long to put out something original. Uh, that's mine that I'm actually calling like my signature song, you know, because ultimately it, it is, it is so much of my heart and soul. And that takes a lot of guts to put something like that out. And so even if you're not a singer, uh, whatever sort of creative outlet or just, you know, impactor that you want to be, there's people who need to hear your message. And so you're never too old, too young, too broke, you know, to, to do these things and to pursue your passions and share your gifts. And that's, you know, a lot of the message behind these. So um I'm so excited to be here and Cynthia thank you for that beautiful um welcome and um yeah the the industry has definitely changed many industries have changed I think we will continue to transition and and shift um over the next you know 5 to 10 years um it's just constantly evolving and I think sometimes people want to s- stop their growth because they can make an excuse like they're tired or something like I've done I'm done making friends. I'm done growing. I'm done whatever, you know. But ultimately, if that's if that's you, uh, I would challenge you to uh, maybe shift your mindset a little bit there. Because ultimately, if you're done growing, um, I mean, what is it that Tony Robbins says? Like, if you're not growing, you're dying, or something like that. It's a little harsh, but you know, it's at the end of the day, it's we have to continue stretching and evolving, and sometimes that's painful. Um, but it really enables us to step into exactly who we're supposed to be and. And that's kind of where I'm at. And I and I love, love mentoring and coaching other artists because that's something that I never had. I never had a music mentor, a music coach. Um, I had vocal coaches and I had people encouraging me, but I didn't have someone really showing me the ropes and showing me exactly um, step by step how to get where I wanted to go.
2: You know, we're kind of starting at the beginning of this interview at the end of where you are today, but I do want to go back. for I want to take us one more moment to address this. You have a new release, your first one. It's called Thieves. Um, it captured people's imagination so much in uh, Dallas that the Dallas Observer, which is a huge paper in Dallas market. So you can go online and see it and interview what they did. And I think I'm kind of amused that at 42 years old, like that's the end. I don't care if you're 42, you're 52, 62, 72, 82, you still have time to live your dreams, to reimagine your life, to live your life. And that's a gift we have at every single moment that you can reinvent yourself at any time and then do those things and we have more opportunities. So tell us a little bit about the song. What prompted you to write it? And how you got it published, and then I want to go back and how we got here. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Absolutely. So "Thieves" was uh, really a labor of love. It's I've been writing it for years, and I actually went into the studio for the first time pre-pandemic, so pre-quarantine and all the things. And um, my producer and I, his name is Adam Pickrell. He works, you know, with um, the likes of Nelly Furtado, John Cogleton, Um just great artist. He's been in the industry for a long time. And he and I have been working really closely on this for quite some time. It's definitely evolved. We got a beautiful um, string uh, performer and um, producer out of New York involved. Her name is Tiger Darrow and she does a beautiful string arrangement um, and choral arrange, arrangement on it. It's very uplifting and inspiring, but it's also deep. You know, it, it really talks about, um, for me, You know, just going battling, battling myself, battling uh, ideas of comparison, battling, am I good enough, battling fear, um, laying awake at night and just when the, the nasty voices start swirling, having the strength to quiet them and silence them and recognizing, like, I can get through this dark time. I can get through this challenge in my life. And, you know, I've been through a lot of challenges, whether it's, you know, relational or financial or, um, just life challenges that, you know, we, we kind of do this through. And, um, this song is really all about silencing the negative self-talk, loving yourself and returning to faith, circling back to faith and knowing that there's freedom and that surrender and trusting that, you know, you're, you're going to make it through to the other side. Um, so it, I wanted to create what I call like my own fight song, my own anthem. So like when I'm in that dark place and as a creative, I think it's really easy for us to kind of like have these highs and lows. And so when I'm in that dark or low place, I wanted a song that I could listen to, to remind myself, no, 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 I've been through tough things before. I can go through them again. I'm going to get through this. And I'm also amazing and beautiful and loved and held and, you know, all of these things. So that's what Thieves is all about. Why did you pick the name Thieves? So the name Thieves was chosen because I once heard a saying that comparison is the thief of joy. And I think in today's world with social media, television, all the things, all the scrolling, it's really easy for us to compare where we're at in life, whether it's business, families, um, you know gosh, anything, you know, we are constantly looking at what others are doing and sizing ourselves up to them. And so that comparison strips us of that joy. And so I talk about how the thieves are running around in my head, you know, at night they're stealing all the joy. They're, you know, they're kind of running amok really. So that's why I named it thieves.
2: Yeah, you know, it's interesting what social media does because when we go on there and we look at our friends and other people's lives and right now that's a conversation they're having about Instagram, what's doing especially to, to young girls and young women is that we look at other people's life and the picture they're showing us at the moment looks like everything's perfect if I had that figure, if I had her weight, if I had her beauty, if I had her this, her house, her car. And when we hold our lives up against that, which is only, you know, It's exterior, it's not everything that's really the value of life. I think it does diminish it. So I think that this is an important conversation to be having today.
1: It's interesting how it can resonate wherever you are in your walk of life. So that message resonates for the teens, for the 20 year olds, for the, you know, wherever you're at, you know, it's just, it's really powerful.
2: Very, very much so.
1: So let's kind of go back
2: to you were on the show American Idol, and that's incredible to me. You were on I think the fourth season, and I'd like to t- you to tell us a little bit about how that came to be, and what you learned from that experience.
1: Absolutely. So I've been singing my whole life. I was a musical theater major. Um, as Hope mentioned, I went to Pepperdine University and studied musical theater, and. Again, if we want to go back to how times have changed, when I was, you know, auditioning post-college for voiceovers and, you know, at that time, American Idol, which was uh, only a few seasons in, it was the OG, I call it the OG American Idol, uh, Randy, Paula, and Simon were the judges. They're the record labels still had all the control. So as you said about the publishing companies, the record labels were the gatekeepers. So if I wanted, like, it just was a pipe dream for me to think that I could have a career like Pink or Britney Spears, you know, it's like, how can you have a career in music when you have zero inkling of an idea of how to get, how to even get your foot in the door with a record label. Like I was from Dallas, Texas. Like I, who knew, I I didn't know. So American Idol was a really cool opportunity because I was just a regular gal on the street who loved to sing and I could go stand in line for, you know, 16 hours with thousands of other people wrapped around the Cal Palace in San Francisco and have an opportunity to share my, my voice, you know, and that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to sing. I had no idea who I was as an artist and I was right off straight off the musical theater bus, you know, so I... I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm, I'm here to be a pop star. I was just like, hey, I like to sing. I can sing any genre you give me. You know, I always say I can sing the phone book. You know, let's do this. And so really, that's kind of how it began. And I auditioned in three different cities before I got my golden ticket uh, in San Francisco to the Hollywood rounds to the top 100 of season four. And um, it was it's a very highly emotional experience, but out of a hundred thousand people who auditioned in season four, I was a top 100 finalist. So for me, once I put it in perspective, I realized, oh wow, like, okay, I actually have something. I actually have something here. So it was a lot of validation for me to know that, you know, what I, my voice, you know, was interesting enough for them to give me an opportunity like that. And, um, but what happened when I got to Hollywood was I really got very overwhelmed by the production and by the lights, like I call it the machine and the lights and the camera zooming into your face and the, quick, the quickness of it, uh, the filming, all the things, it really threw me off my game, which is why I'm so passionate about, um, why I'm so passionate about teaching other artists how to do it properly. So, you know, that's why I wrote my books, performing artist pathway and Re- uh, make reality TV a reality is because I wish I knew all the things going into, um, the experience so that the outcome may have been different or perhaps just may have, may have been better. Like maybe I could have, you know, just leveraged it and maximize it in a better way. I think that that's so important when we have the opportunity to look back
2: and we could use it as I failed, I didn't make it, or wait a minute, I made the top 100, that's pretty good. I stood up in this incredible challenge on a stage with cameras, with lights. And I think what's so incredible, and I want people to pay attention to this. You said, wait, what can we do with this? Because you moved, you left California, you came back to Texas, And you recognize that you have a lot to share, but it doesn't happen like, oh, I'm going to go now and I'm going to coach people and I'm going to do this and I'm going to write a book. It was through those things as you began to work through leveraging your experience and looking back on it and looking at opportunities in the future that you began to really, and, and I've watched you through this journey. We've had conversations about it. I've read both your books and you absolutely got to read her books. They are absolutely incredible. And your story does not apply just to the music industry. It applies to everything. And Hope is going through much of her journey right now. And I think the good time, Hope, do you have any questions or thoughts you want to input at this juncture? Sure. So I'm
0: thrilled to hear your story and your journey. It's really exciting to see women all, of all walks of life, of all ages, being on this path. To self discovery. And it's never, you're never too old, you're never too anything. It's just having the courage inside, which is the basis of the Truly Amazing Women Project to have us all support each other, hold hands, work together. So we're thrilled to have you here. I think my question is so what's next for
1: you? Thank you. Um, You know, I always tell people that I thought American Idol was the end, the end of my music career, the end of any opportunities. And really looking back, I see now that it was the beginning. So, you know, as the beginning, it got me to coaching, vocal coaching, performance coaching, writing books, bringing me now to releasing music, connecting with artists all across the country, all across the world, actually, that I work with. And so now I am, I, I launched the Reality Singing Show Success Academy, where I take artists who are interested in auditioning for reality singing shows through the steps, I call it the three phases. So we think about the pre, where we're, worried, where we're looking at the mindset, we're looking at song choice, all the things that you need to do to prepare for the second phase, which is the actual audition, the live audition, whether it's your first phase of the audition, which is going to be virtual nowadays, um, through the live audition, if you make it to that step where they send you to LA or send you to Hollywood or wherever it is, to audition in front of the celebrity judges. And then the third phase, the last phase is the leveraging and the maximizing, where I'm going to show you all the online business tools and marketing tools uh, and strategies that you need to, to squeeze the most juice out of the experience so that you can use it as a springboard for music career momentum. And it doesn't matter how far you go or whether you quote unquote win, you can always win through these experiences, when you are strategically aligned, when you are ready for the experience in a way that's, you know, um, just smart, smart, so that you can truly get the most out of it. So I'm doing, you know, a ton of mentoring and coaching. As I mentioned, I've got artists all over the, um, the world, which is really exciting. And, um, I have, I have an artist going on American Idol this season. I have another, um, artist who just, um, Landed an opportunity for a boy brand, a boy band project. Like there's all of these different exciting things that my clients are doing, uh, releasing music and growing their independent artist careers as well. So it's, it's really, it's truly a ton of fun. I really enjoy it. One thing we talked about is not
2: everybody is going to get the A deal, the A list, the, the pop star, um, but achievement that, that. There's just such a tiny number of people that ever do that. But, and I think in our conversation, you and I had this week, what really resonated with me is, but are you going to be living a life doing the things you love to do? And that's it. If you want to be a singer, it doesn't mean you have to be on a stage, you know, playing at some stadium. Maybe it's playing gigs in your state, but loving what you're doing. And that's still a living. You can still make a living doing those things. And you've taken that and you've made a living of sharing your experiences, your knowledge, your resources, your writing, your teaching. And it can be anybody from a parent who sees this talent in their child to the individual who says, I want to do this. I want to do this. And sometimes just to say, wait a minute, everybody has knowledge we share. And, you know, it's to get the perspective and have that. That's why coaches are so great. I've had coaches innumerable times in my life. I've been on mastermind groups innumerable times in my life. And they have been invaluable because you gain perspective. Sometimes we see here, but we need people to help us see bigger out there. So you have a summit coming up. Share a little bit about that and how that works. It's a one-day summit. What is it?
1: Yes. So in February, I'll be bringing back the second annual reality singing show summit it's going to be a one day summit it was three but that was during the pandemic when we had like a lot of time Uh, i just think people are burned out to be online that long so i'm condensing it to one day and i'm going to have casting producers celebrity vocal coaches uh, music industry managers uh, people like that including myself who are coaching the attendees on what to expect inside your reality singing show experience, but also giving artists an opportunity to um, audition for these casting producers as well. So, and get feedback. So we learn a lot from seeing others do, right? Do, the, do their audition, and then watching the casting producers give the feedback. Even if you don't get the opportunity to audition, you can learn a lot from watching others. And so we're gonna be providing that opportunity Um, I'm very, very excited. I also have some past reality singing show contestants, um, on the summit as well. And after the summit, that's going to lead into the doors opening on the reality singing show success Academy so that all the things that you learn inside the summit, you can take it to the next level and you can take it to that next step and get the, the resources and tools that you need to be successful.
2: So if somebody goes to your Academy, tell us a little bit about that and what, how that works and what you do.
1: Yes. So it's online. It's a six week program. And I, depending on whether you decide there's two different areas that you can decide, you can either go independent study where you just get access. I I roll out the information weekly. So there's six modules, including a ton of bonuses and each week one module will release. I do this. So people don't get overwhelmed. I do this. So they have time to implement And, um, we roll through the phases, the three phases that I talked about earlier inside the Academy. Now, if you're a VIP, that means that you also get weekly group coaching with me. So we are literally together live, um, doing Q and a I'm helping you implement, and we're working through each module together. So you're going to watch the videos at your, at your leisure. And then we're gonna be together live where we can talk about it, answer questions and things like that. There's a few other really great bonuses involved as a VIP as well. But I personally think that you're gonna get the most out of the program as a VIP because you're gonna have access to me. And um, I'm really passionate uh, about helping my clients.
2: So what are some of the most common questions you get about your career or people who wanna be doing what you're doing in terms of the music industry?
1: You know, I think a lot of the questions that I get would be like, first of all, how did you choose reality singing shows? It's a really unique niche. There's no one out there doing what I'm doing, but I really want people to know that, Hey, if you need support on your journey, if this is something you want to go and do, I'm your girl. You know, I wanted to be the go-to reality singing show coach. And, um, I think the other people, other people ask, you know, how did you, how did you stay in the game so long? Right. Because I always talk about how it is a long game. And I love how you mentioned, you know, once I, once my career or my experience ended on American Idol, it it took me years to realize that like my music career wasn't over, you know, my life wasn't over. I became a mom shortly after that. And so as a mom in the music career with it, trying to have a music career, I, I definitely thought, my music career is over, you know? Cause at the time I thought, well, I had to choose. I had to thought now that I'm a mom, I can't do both. I have to choose my kids because that's the responsible thing to do. Now, thankfully, I know that what's wonderful is that I am pursuing my passions and I'm teaching my girls the, the importance of, you know carving out the time for the things that are important to you and, and teaching them how to create priorities for themselves and how to share their gifts They are still my priority, but as an artist, as a creative, as someone who has vision and um, desires, it's so important that we exercise them and that we that we stay connected to them. Because I truly believe that when you're not exercising your gifts, you will physically, emotionally, and mentally suffer, and so will the people around you. So I, you know, that's the one thing that I always stress to people when they ask me, you know, how did you how do you keep doing it? How how do you become How are you a mom, a music coach? My husband and I, we just closed our restaurant after seven years. He's a restaurant consultant now and he's doing his own like restaurant pop ups and things like that. So we are like full into the entrepreneurial space. Um, And I always call, I always say we're accidental entrepreneurs. Like I did not know that this was going to be my life, but I'm all in and I love it and I'm so passionate about it. And we're teaching our kiddos you know, how to have grit and perseverance. And sometimes life is tough, but that's how we grow. And that's how we, again, step into exactly who we're supposed to be and, and do those things. So it's pretty, pretty awesome. But ultimately, you know, looking at the long game and knowing that one, this step leads to the next, leads to the next and trusting that, you know, if you're feeling either nervous or, or funky or whatever it is, you're either growing or you're not aligned to where you're supposed to be. So taking the time to like really tune in and pay attention, pay attention to, you know, if, if it's your faith, if it, you know, I always, I think it's important to be tuned into faith, whatever that is for you. Um, Cause it's, it's always going to guide you, you know, but you have to give yourself that space to align so that you can get on track.
2: You know, we are at probably one of the most exciting times. And and I've been saying this going back years because I used to work in the tech industry. I ran an internet service provider company. So I was always out there and cutting edge. And I knew that this time would come, that we would be using, I mean, I brought back from Korea telephones that you could visually see each other, knowing that it was so early that it would be very slow at adopting it, but knowing it's going to come, the pandemic, has opened up the door for entrepreneurship, for communications, for connectivity, for career moves, for anything you want to do in a way we've never seen. And so I remember when Hope had her magazine and she was just publishing it online. And now we're doing interviews online and we're doing podcasts and bringing people together in a whole new way. And the reason i want to share that at this point is that anybody who's had the opportunity to watch our conversation today to realize that. It's almost unlimited on what you can do now. Before, and women especially come through this, we're raised in a way for permission-based. We need to have permission to be polite and do everything. And today we've opened doors, we've torn down barriers that we that were almost imperceptible. And today you can do that. You can publish a book, you can launch a song, you can publish it everywhere. And I want you, and I hope, I think, hope, I... I is going to share with you all these incredible links that you can find. There is nowhere you can't find Brianna or Hope online. Just put in their names and you're going to find all these incredible links to the things they're doing, to get their books, to see their publications. Um, There's just so much there. And I think it's really exciting. And the reason I'm going to share that is anybody sitting there going, I wish I should have, I could have, you can do it. And don't let anybody tell you no. Don't let anybody define who you're going to be. And don't let other people's lives define who you're going to be. And don't let them define your daughter or your son's life and what they're going to be. They have gifts, help them bring those out. You can do other things, but don't polish that beautiful diamond. That's a gift that each of us have inside of us. So I think that's a really important message to me. Hope, do you want to add anything to that?
0: I think that was amazing, Cynthia, as always. You know, Cynthia is my fairy godmother, as to uh, many women. <laughs> She's just phenomenal and always asks fantastic questions, which is why I'm so thrilled to have her be the co-host on the Truly Amazing Women show. It's a series I launched, just the Truly Amazing Women Project, pretty much when I met her and launched Incandescent PR in 2008. So we are thrilled to have you, Brianna. You're going to be the cover story on one of my... You've been on Incandescent Women magazine, and now you'll be on Being Incandescent Health and Wellness getting people to live their dreams right what's a better way to be health and wealth have health and wealth than that right so thank you for that and Cynthia speaking of what's next will you tell our audience about another project you and I have are cooking
2: up yeah well we started it a year ago but as everything that happens life gets in the way just but we have a A journal that we're working on. And this is a great time. We'd love to have people's reaction to what we're doing. We wanted to do something a little bit different in the journal world. We want to, and a lot of women, a lot of us have journals. I have, I find, and I'll go back and I'll find a journal. I go, Oh my God. And I've written down things and then they came true. I mean, I wrote them down as in an affirmation way that it was this is what I have. Yeah, I have a brand new car and it's this. And then I go back and I go, I have that car. You know, I I and people know I I had a vision board one time and I put on the vision board, a stucco house. And I live now in New Mexico in a stucco house. In a million years, I did when I put that there, I, didn't, I knew I'd never live in a stucco house in New Mexico and lo and behold, it's here. And so we thought it would be fun to do a journal which really focuses on all that helping you stop and pay attention to what it is you wanna have do those magic gifts like Brianna shared with us today. So we're gonna be working on that. So I'm kind of excited about it. So it's a truly amazing journal. And we hope you'll take that journey with us. But we'd love for your feedback at this point on what you think has been missing in a journal, what you'd love to see or what's worked for you. So we'd love to have some feedback on that. And we're gonna have a little bit of an art focus because I now have made my next reinvention of my life and really focused on art right now, which is really fun. And today I'm an art curator at a hospital, which I volunteered to do, which is just a joy for me. So you just never know what life's, just put it out there and see what life brings you. So it's pretty exciting.
0: It is exciting. And it's called Your What's Next Journal is the theme of it. And it's a monthly rollout. So you're going to be able to have mind, body, spirit, soul, and heart prompts, all with Cynthia's artwork. And Cynthia.art is the website where you can check out her amazing creations. And Brianna, we'll be back in touch with you. You'll be able to, um, all of our audience will be able to access her amazing songs. So I want to end, with um, Thieves. So can you play a little bit of it or should we just kind of put it up? I have it on Spotify here. What do you think Brianna?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And people can always go to briannarellismusic.com as well to access all the info um, for Thieves and the other things that I'm doing. Okay.
0: Thank you, Brianna. Thank
1: you, Ms. Cynthia. And thank you
0: to our audience here watching us live on Facebook. And this will be on all of the incandescent websites, incandescent radio, incandescent.tv. And then in the future, it'll be the cover story on the incandescent magazine. So everyone stay safe, say well, hold on to your dreams, and we will see you soon. All right. That's it for today's episode of the Truly Amazing Women Show on the Incandescent Radio Network, the voice of entrepreneurs. If you're a truly amazing woman or know someone who is, don't hesitate to contact us. Simply log on to www.trulyamazingwomen.com and fill out the proposal form. We've profiled more than 250 women on the site who fit the bill of being truly amazing, and we look forward to honoring more. Who will be our next truly amazing woman? Tune in next week for a new episode on www.incandescentradio.com. Here's to your incredible, indelible success.